Yeah, welcome to it. My name is Tamisha Masha, and of course, you're listening to Black Life only on Cliff Central. And you know, we do this every single Thursday from 11 to 12 o'clock. Woo, today has been a major day for like things happening in the news. Oscar is going back to jail and, um, Basically, he has been sentenced by the appeal court to murder, which I always foresaw coming. Um, in the studio today with me, we're going to be talking, uh, I've got Duncan, and then I'm going to say, we're going to be talking about a number of things. We're going to be talking about this judgment that's come through from the appeal court, as well as the fact that Heineken Mayer has quit, which for me means it's going to be a happy Christmas. And uh, <laughs> talking about Christmas, ki December, boss. I know we all like to spend in December. I'm trying not to, but yo, I can already feel it. I'm like, I want, I want to buy cases and cases of things and bring people to the house and have a pool party but i don't want to have a black christmas i just want to have a good one you know and, and black not not meaning that like i'm not going to invite my relatives over just the fact that like i don't want it to be dark and and not cool okay but anyway i've got duncan with me what's up hey hey man i've always wanted to be on this show i'm so happy <laughs> thanks for coming on the show uh unfortunately one obviously couldn't join us today he's got some sars issues so he's out there uh at sars i think he's got some tax issues i'll be monobishi for the day and interrupt you when you're talking yeah. derail you when you're talking about something serious yeah i'll just be like, like make that. like really silly comments and like not really add to the conversation okay you can be that guy yeah. I, it can't be very hard though <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay but like oscar has just been Sent well, not sentenced, but he has been convicted of murder, dude. I know it's sad, but it's also sad that uh, half of South Africa wants to see a crippled person suffer some more. I mean, he did what he did, and that was last year. I won't say most people have moved on, but we've all concluded that Riva is now gone, and we are sorry for what happened. That's a bullshit, like statement you just made there. I'm sorry, Dan. Really? I gotta just say it like it is. Like it's sad that what a crippled person, blah blah blah. First of all, you use the wrong term. It's, you can't call someone crippled. They, uh, it's black life. We <laughs> we don't know how to call terms. <laughs> what is it, like a croco croco? Yeah, a croco. <laughs> he's disabled. Yeah, okay, he's disabled. he's disabled. But he has proven that his disability has not stopped him from being an international world class athlete and overcoming so many other things. True. So by that fact alone, that is where his disability stops right there. He has a point, and I think this is this was brought out that was important about this particular uh, conviction with the appeal court. What they said was actually we have to look at the process of the law when it comes to the term dolus eventualis. All right, now dolus is basically when somebody has died, no. so it's murder. Now we have to understand when it comes to eventualis and why this is so important. If this had stood as it was, the next time I come to your house. And I hear a sound in your bathroom, even if it's you, and I shoot through the bathroom and you die. I'm not going to jail, even though I should have known that shooting through a bathroom door could could end up killing someone. Dumisho, what you're failing to do here is put yourself in Oscar's shoes. So what you should do here... (laughs) I'm putting myself in Oscar's (laughs) shoes. Anyway, listen, uh, you're a man. You've been in love before. I'm in love. You are in love. I'm still in love. Do, Do you imagine yourself shooting through a bathroom door four times Shooting at your level Can you imagine yourself doing that? No man I can't do that Like I'd rather He didn't like, do it I'd rather like leave You know what I'm saying But the thing is right It's not about whether he shot Riva Okay And that's where people get it wrong Because that's why it's, This is so important for us To have gone through the, the, the appeal court 
His defense was, I shouldn't be tried of murder because I didn't know I was shooting Reva. I just thought I was shooting a person. The fact is, what is murder? When you kill someone mm. with intention to kill, right? That is it. If you kill someone by mistake, then it's basically what he got before. Um, uh, uh, which is basically, uh, what is the term that Judge Masipa Culpable, Culpable homicide, homicide yeah. right? But if you, if you kill someone with intent, then you committed murder. Now we have to go to that, what is intent? It basically means you could foresee that Duncan was going to die if I threw this heavy cell phone at his head and it could event, it could end up fatally wounding him so that he could die. So I probably should not throw the cell phone at his head. So the whole defense was about Oscar saying, no, the thing is, I didn't know it was Riva. But the fact of the matter is he knew there was a person behind the door. And then from there, he said that, and that's what the judge said as well today, that he had so many different defenses and he had, had so many contradicting stories. He said he feared for his life. Right? Okay, let's forget that he thought Reva was in the bed. He feared for his life. What made him fear for his life? He just heard a noise. Okay, if you are going to fear for your life and you're going to defend yourself, you're allowed to do that. If you attack me, Duncan, you're a big guy, but we're about the same size. The law would say, why did you stab Duncan or shoot him if you're about the same size? When you could have tried to subdue him hand to hand. Now, mm. but Duncan knows Kung Fu. Okay, so you hit him with a stick or you went straight to shooting his head, shooting him in the head. Why did you not... Process it You know what I mean You can't just go from I, Duncan knows Kung Fu So I'm going to throw a hand grenade Just at him. shoot Just shoot right mm. You have to prove that You actually posed a real threat To my life So if someone is If Duncan is behind the door He hasn't said he's going to come beat me up Like you know If Duncan hasn't said I'm going to come fuck you up nigga Right You haven't said that But because the other day You you might have inferred You might have told Cat That one of these days I'm going to kick Dimitra's ass and today I'm thinking I wake up in the middle of the night And think Duncan's here tonight I'm not yeah, sure He's gonna kick my ass He's gonna ass. kick my ass yeah. I just heard a, a noise in the bathroom He didn't say that right now I can't just shoot you You understand what I'm saying here I'm not in immediate danger I'm not in immediate danger Plus mm. On top of that You have to fire a warning shot If you have a gun So Oscar says I didn't fire a warning shot Because I was afraid The ricochet might have harmed me which means at that point you were thinking you were not overcome by fear to that extent that you were just like, ah, I don't know what happened. Cause that's what he said as well. He was like, I just got there. I heard a noise. I just shot. And then he says, when they asked, why didn't you fire a warning shot? He said, but I, I thought if I fired a warning shot, I might kill myself or hurt myself. That means you had a moment to think yeah. about if I shoot four shots into this door with black talent ammunition, I'm going to kill somebody. That guy must just go straight to jail. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. Um, we need to learn in this country that, look, yes, we are afraid. Yes, there is serious crime. If you're going to buy a gun, though, you need to really, really, really understand the laws of the country when it comes to owning guns and owning them responsibly. Otherwise, we end up, probably like America, where 14 people were shot in California. Just like two nights ago. This just happened randomly. This just happened now, dude. Now. Every other week, we're hearing people getting shot in America, right? But you're allowed to just more, get a gun. Ten days. More black people were being shot. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's more black people, uh, to be honest. But a lot of black people do get shot by the police in America. But Americans themselves just shoot each other, black or white. I don't know how it happens where someone can just walk inside the cinema and start shooting randomly at people. Yeah, you see, that's just not cool. But, you know, that, 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 that's that, that's very close to, like, what I'm, I must say. Like, Oscar, come on, my guy. 
like we couldn't like take you seriously from day one when you were talking about the whole the whole way it happened. You know, we we all kind of felt like didn't you feel like there was something there that was just like dodgy? Yeah, look, the one moment for me that was just screamed dodginess was uh him just pointing the gun at the door and uh obviously if Reva was inside the bathroom she would have yelled and he would have heard the screams and said, oh, "Okay, no, it's just Reva in the bathroom." But let's go back to the facts of the case, right? You 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 have uh, a lover You have someone That you're in love with A woman that you love uh, Your partner uh, The woman that you'd love To get married to Right You guys live together Yeah Alright Now Which side of the bed Do you sleep By by the door side Or by the window side uh, By the door side Alright cool Why uh, I feel like If someone jumps in I'll You're the jump. first Line of defense right <laughs> Yeah yeah. <laughs> like you get shot first Yeah You give her a chance To like get out the window Or something like Fair enough So you are trying to defend her as a man should. Now, let's rewind that a little bit. You hear a funny noise downstairs mm. or outside if you don't have a double story. It doesn't matter. What do you tell your woman? The first thing you do, in fact, before what you tell your woman, the first thing you do is make sure that your woman is safe. Tell her to take cover. Well, first of all, in the bed with you, right? Yeah. Or in the bedroom, right? To make sure that you, you it's not her. Going for a midnight snack, mm. for example, for right? Because you yeah. can't be living a life just in, under paranoia. N- number one. So Oscar says he just ran out and he didn't even notice whether Eva was there or not. Okay, we'll let that slide. But actually, I know as a man, the first thing that you want to do is be like, babe, where are you? What's happening? Come over here. Um, listen, lock yourself in the bathroom door uh, or lock yourself in the bathroom. I'm going downstairs to check. Or I'm going outside to check. Don't open until you hear my voice when I come back. Mm. If you don't hear my voice, make a call. Make sure the police are here because I'm probably dead. I've been stabbed or shot. Right, mm. that's what you would do if if you are like I'm a man who wants to defend my wife. If you're a bit scared yourself, you'd be like, listen, let's go both hide in the bathroom and lock the door <laughs> and call somebody, <laughs> which true. is probably the best way because she mm. doesn't want to be like a widow, right? She wants like to live the rest of her life with you. Of course, fair enough. Oscar didn't do that. You didn't do that. Now, number two, let's say you you forgot to check, but you have a gun and you heard the noise and you're a bit of a Rambo type, and you hear a noise. In a very small toilet, because Oscar knew how small the toilet was. He, he, t- he, I'm sure he takes a crap in there every takes single his day. Like feet tw- off in there. Twice, twice, maybe three times a day, he's in there taking a shit. You know, yeah. he was a very uh, a healthy individual. <laughs> so, you know, his stomach is working yeah. uh, properly. He's not like constipated. He knows exactly how small that toilet is. I'm actually surprised there were no books in that toilet, first of all. Like, clearly, Oscar didn't read books because he should have read books in the toilet. You know what I mean? But that's, that's beside the point. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, you don't even call out to say, Hey, who's behind the door? If you're, if you're so afraid of being in danger, you know what I mean? Cause the other person doesn't know where you are. Like, you could have gone to the side and said, who's in there? Before he started shooting. The fact of the matter is that he shot. And, number three, Reva was wearing a full tracksuit on Valentine's night, my man. A full tracksuit with both her phones in the toilet. Like, I don't know about you, man. And I've been married long enough to know that after a while, these things go down. All right, cool. We got Tep on the line. We're going to talk to Tep just now. I, I know for a fact that, you know, you don't always have sex every Valentine's Day, you know. But what? You don't? No, I'm, I've been married for a lot. But these guys were in love for like a couple of months. This is nine months. Mm. You, you are banging all the time. There's no way your girl's going to go sleep in a full tracksuit and take both her cell phones to the toilet and lock the door. What could have been the big fight? That's the question. Ochat. Francois Ochat, my man. <laughs> Telling you right now. All right, we got Tep on the line. Let's talk to Tepo. Hello, Tepo. How are you doing? Hey, all right, new. I'm good, man. What you want to talk to us about today? Uh, I'm, you know, are you guys 
really, really talking about river or are you guys now playing law? Because what I want to know is, I mean, we all know Oscar is, is, is guilty, but what is your guys' take on, you know, if women's minds abused and, and, and they give a guy 10 months for killing a woman, basically. Well, basically, we're about to get into that, you know, Tepo. We were just, like, discussing the merits of the case in the first place, saying, okay, even if Oscar was not abusive, was not trying to kill Riva, as he allegedly said, right? We're saying there was somebody, a person behind that bathroom door, and he shouldn't have fired four shots into a locked bathroom cubicle. Now, if you take that aside, and then, because... At the moment, none of us actually know what really happened between Oscar and Riva. I think we've lost our call at Tepo, but that's okay. So none of us really know what happened between Oscar and Riva that night. We don't know if they actually had a fight or they didn't. If they did have a fight, that makes it even worse that the man would go to such an... I mean, I don't care what you're fighting. I, I, I can't even imagine. Nothing justifies murder. What, what can you possibly fight about that you would get so angry at your girlfriend? I'm not even talking about... Your wife with four kids, and if you divorce, you're going to have to pay alimony. That's not even an excuse either. But what I'm saying is, like, there was still a rom- supposed to be a romantic couple. I don't care how much you love, like, Riva and how insecure you are. How, what is it that you're fighting about that's so bad that could make a man shoot his girlfriend four times? That's just crazy. I, I, I can't imagine what the, the, the whole big fuss was about. But I think uh, we we worked quite closely with uh, a lady that knew Reva here at the office. Her her name is Kat, and I just want to find out what she thinks about. I'd this. love to know what she thinks about that, and maybe take us in in in, in, a, in a direction that can can make us really think deeply about this, have some introspection. Because like, yeah, a person did die, and it was Reva, and her family and her friends uh, are very saddened by it. Uh, hey, Kat, how you doing? What's up? So, how did you know Reva? Um, we did a TV show together called Tropical Island of Treasure. Were you on that show? Yes, I was. I did Jamaica. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, after you did the show, uh, how long did you know after that? Did you guys like keep in touch and that sort of thing? Yeah. Everyone, well, the entire cast kept in touch. Okay. But she um, seems to be somebody who a lot of people who either met her once off on the show, like yourself, or at some other time, um, they, they always kept in touch with her. Was she like a really friendly person? Yeah, she was just that type of person. Like, I guess you instantly fall in love with her when you meet her. We were actually with her a week exactly before she died, seven days. Okay. Did she talk about that. Oscar? Did she like, was she on some, you know, my man this, my man that, my um, man loves me? She was actually trying to keep it a secret. Um, so but we I, all knew by then, which we saw her the, 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 the year before award. at the sports awards with Oscar. Yeah, well, I didn't know that because so, I don't watch sports or whatever. All right. Um, but I saw her talking to some people at an event we were at about him, but she was, she was kind of shy and whatever. So okay. she wasn't really, she wasn't really talking about it about, openly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but did she seem like she was in love, uh, at all? You know, did she have that glow? You don't know for sure. Yeah, I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but then let, let's talk about what's happened today at the uh, appeal court in Bloemfontein. Uh, as someone who knew her, I mean, obviously there was a connection, you know. Mm. Um, did you feel embittered by the first conviction and the first sentence? What is embittered? Uh, just think words. of the word bitter, ne? And then mm-hmm. put M before it so you were bitter you were made bitter m bitter yes of course yeah i mean initially i was expecting like 
20 something years and then he only got five and then only served 11 or 12 months. And yeah. I was like, this yeah. is bullshit. Okay. But when I heard what happened today, I was like, best news ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like justice actually did prevail. Yeah. How important do you think this is? Um, you know, Teppo was saying, uh, you know, with Women's Month having come up and just general, you know, the, the state of our nation and people thinking they can take the law into their own hands mm-hmm. and, and women and child abuse. How important do you think a sentence like this is in deterring that sort of thing? It kind of gives me hope that maybe there is like justice. Yeah, our justice system kind of does work. Is is working, Yana? I must say, it kind of gives me hope as well because after this happened, I was like, look, you may as well just take it to the streets. You know, like mm. if someone murders your sister or your cousin or your brother or someone, mm. like why bother going to the courts if that's the kind of decisions that are handed down? Like, and Oscar well has just... money, so then you think, did he pay anyone? Mm-hmm. Like besides. Who, like, who was re- Actually, representing him? Here's an important question that I always wanted to ask the ladies, but I never got to ask him, especially on air. The fact that the judge was a woman, Judge Masipa, and mm. an older lady who herself mm. has children and probably daughters and, or has nieces and so on and so forth. Did, how did you feel about a woman handing down a judgment like that, especially a black woman who has probably mm. been around abuse or been abused herself? Yeah, she kind of disappointed me because when we first found out she was going to be handling the case, they were like, yeah, she doesn't take nonsense and she's very strong against women abuse and blah, blah, blah. And then she handed down that sentence and, and she I was handed like, down a Mickey Mouse sentence. what happened? Yeah. And I'm like, but how does she sleep at night? Yeah. Yeah. I also thought that, I must say, I was like a, a really disappointed with that. Uh, even if, right, she was trying to be lenient because of the circumstances and so on and so forth. The fact of the matter is sometimes like the punishment must fit the crime, which mm. is like, actually a woman did die, a woman in her prime who was about to blow up, you know? Mm, I mean, as much as Riva had blown up as a model and everything else, she was a, a, a lawyer and, and she was going places and mm. she was loved not only by her family and friends, but by many other people as well. And yeah. the fact of the matter is a message, I, I know that you can't just say a message has to be sent about uh, women abuse and that sort of thing, but a message has to be sent. Yeah. They have said it. Which it wasn't. Her Which message wasn't, was, right? well, I kind of feel sorry for him. He, he's a kind of like, so. Yeah. I was, after that, I was like, look, if Oscar can shoot a woman, a hot blonde white woman, mm. four times, I can slap you, <laughs> black girl, every day. What you gonna do? Take me to Judge Masipa. Yeah, tell her I slapped you. Tell her. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, but if there had been anybody else, like, what, what's the story with the, the cops who dragged that guy behind the car and he died? Yeah. Didn't they get 15 years each? Yeah, they did. 15, yeah. 30 years. Yeah, they, 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 and they, because it's they Oscar, they didn't, they didn't have money. money. But also, bottom line. But also, maybe, um, Judge Masipa was like, uh, a little bit nervous because, uh, it's white people. Like, every, the whole world was watching, you know, like, mm. and they're like, and she was like, I'm not used to being on TV because it's hard to be on TV. People, you know? I, I've been TV a long time. I the whole world was watching, but then she <laughs> handed down the sentence that didn't make sense. No, it didn't. Hey, oh, Monobisi, I'm so glad you came. Did you sort out your uh, son? I don't no, want you to no, go no, to no, jail, no, guys. No, because no, I tell you something, no. man. No. There's if no you messed thing. with SARS and you don't pay your taxes, forget going to the appeal court. You would have been convicted the first time around. To hey, life my man, I actually just went to go do payment arrangements to say, hey, I can't afford to give you everything all at once. <laughs> so I need to <laughs> make <laughs> a payment. So yeah, some people in Renberg, eh? hey, shout out to you guys, man. Uh, if we had fun. the horn, we'd be do 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 Yeah, but that, that's happened to me before. Eh? Size before Christmas, like they want their Yeah, money. man, what's up, up like, with that? What's eh? up with that, dude? Like, what are my children supposed to eat now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, for us, for us, for us who are, who are like, 
you know, you don't have a corporate. Thank you, Cat, by the way, uh, for that chat. We're just gonna we're gonna move on. Yeah, bye. Like <laughs> for some of us who don't have like regular jobs, like nine to fives, you know, January's and February are two major months that are January. Tough. No, the whole, January and February. Like you start yeah. recovering around about my March. So that's when you forget your Jan- something. January. We worry in Jan. Not huh? right. Gen y. I think we must have someone from SARS coming here one of these days. Yeah. And really explain to us, like, why is it that it's so easy to get, like, the middle class people, you know? In but, debt so much. That's why I say, you know what? Me, I'd rather be, I, 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 in fact, I don't want, being poor is not an option, but I'm going to be rich just so that I can avoid this crap. Because, yeah, just so you I can pay SARS. No, because I don't see, have to pay biblical, SARS. Everything. They said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Huh? Yeah. I'll give them what belongs to Caesar, but I reckon if you're middle class, you actually get taxed more. Yeah. And you feel it more. Okay, let's go it's to Ed. Cool. Not cool. Peter Turin presents the glorious musical comedy Singing in the Rain. Direct from a sellout London West End season, this five star production will leave you with a song in your heart and a smile on your face. With spectacular dancing and raining live on stage, Singing in the Rain showers you with everything you could wish for in a hit musical. At Monte Cassino from January 15 until March 13. Singing in the Rain, book now. Keeping it clean on cliffcentral.com. Black life is not a color, it's a lifestyle on cliffcentral.com. Yeah, you're gonna F up some dollars, man. Yo, my, my guy. Yeah, you know, no. about, you know about like MTN, right? Nigeria finding them 5.2 billion dollars. Yeah, no. Okay. Don't what? even convert to rents because no, we were fighting off air. Like, what is what is trying to read Jacob Zuma's numbers dollars here. in rents? I don't even know. Yeah, no. But but they slashed it down, you know, to 3.4 billion dollars. But is that palatable, huh? Yeah, uh, palatable or not? Like they had five million SIM cards that were illegal, guy. Like we just gotta go there. Like we just gotta be like honest about. It. Like if they had. 500,000, mm. if they had 50,000, if they had 5,000 unrecurred SIM cards, I'd be like, ah, but guys, this is excessive. Mm. Five million. How do you not see that? It was a mistake. But, we all make uh, mistakes. Uh, uh, no, uh, but let's be honest. Who takes Nigeria seriously? I mean, if I'm going to take my business to Nigeria, I'm taking my <laughs> business to Nigeria because I know a lot of things will be done Duncan. underhand. Duncan. It sucks Duncan. when you get busted. Okay. Yeah, the you, views uh, who of gets Duncan busted in do like, not represent yes. Black Life. No, they don't. Tumisho, Masha, Omolans, we don't know Danke. Who's Danke? My brothers from, uh, from Nigeria. I, uh, I do not agree with this man <laughs> no. about Nigeria no. uh, at all. I don't know this Oga. I don't know this Oga. But, Oga but, but, but basically, like, whether it was in Nigeria, whether it was in South Africa, wherever it was, like, like, even if there is corruption where you're going, why are you also going to be corrupt? And then be like, but oh, why are you going to find me now that I'm caught? Um, no, guys. Come, no, you know but what? it's happening. You, you know what's no, happening? No, but it's happening. I, I gotta put it out there right now. What's happened nowadays is that we've gone to a point where we've just become so loose with our morals that some of these things, they're, they're just they're, morals. We're making stupid mistakes. You're assuming we had morals to begin. No, I think we had morals. No, we did. No, I think growing up, morals are waste of time. Up, I think growing up, I, I definitely knew a sense. I had a sense of what was right and what was wrong. You don't steal, you don't lie, you don't do that, and you try to live up to that. I feel like nowadays, I'm even like so reckless. I don't even have that conscience to say, hey, my guy, you know, you're lying. It's like, ah, oh, so what? Dude, I mean, if our president... Especially saying, when it comes to business. If our president's setting bad examples with lying, corrupting, who are we as the yeah, normal people see, of the facts, country? Those facts mm. have not been proven. No, nah, but we all know that's true. Come no, on. but how do we know that oh, it's true? Are you, those, those facts have BC, not been I think proven. this guy is part of the ANC uh, membership. I mean, what do you think? No, what, what, no, no, what no, you no, are alleging, you are alleging right now, you are making 
very strong allegations, comrade, point which of order. are baseless point of on, order. on a point of fact, comrade, <laughs> because as you know, that case was sub judice. Mm. And it was never brought to the light of day yeah. through a judicial process. Mm. So we cannot now go back and assume that we know whether the president was corrupt or not. Thank you. Mm, anyway. Honorable Monabis. Yeah, no, I think uh, Tumish is living on another planet. You see, he's gone from moral mm. to, 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 to speculative. No, 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 hang on. Hang Those on. things, if, if, if there's <clears throat> another president that comes in, he's going to serve. Guaranteed, which is why it's important for a president to make sure that whoever comes in after him, you know, you know, there's like, yeah, that's happening right now. Those things are are dropped. And I hope someone important was listening to what I just said now, because not only can I can I spot read and I I can do great speeches, you know, I can even enact them with the right emotion. Forget Barack Obama, I can do that better than Barack, and I I look pretty good in a suit. So if you want the next president, call on me. I promise you, we'll not take away your tenders. We will not change anything. Uh, I just want a house the same value as in Kandla. Not the same architect, though. I will be using someone else. I don't want like a Fire 250 pools. million rand. I don't want to be balling on some rondavels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no. I didn't, that's one thing I didn't get. No, like, but if you're going to ball, ball. It's nah, traditional. It but it could have been nice traditional. It's that traditional. Was like, that was like white traditional. It's tradi- What upset you more? The fact that we have spent 200, that 200, whatever, 60, 240 million mm. on his house, or that when you actually saw it, you were like, where, on what? What? Where's the money? No, from? you know what upset me the most, I mean, about this whole thing is that, you know, I'm still, they're still trying to figure out who was the. It will never happen. And, and, and so forth. How and much money went to, I'm going to say this, the Mandela Foundation from the arms deal? Uh, let's not even go there. But the, the point I'm making is that if you're going to do something, do it well, man. You mm. know, my big thing, you know, is, you know, Jacob was very strong. Uh, for, for, for the ANC with regards to, um, you know, intelligence. He was smart. You know? He like so now I'm those, questioning those whether is our intelligence in safe hands? Because that's the place he grew up in. That's his stronghold. Mm, mm, and I'm mm. worried about our intelligence. You know, Why? FIFA's now arrested people again, over a hundred officials. Um, FIFA officials were arrested what? today. Yeah, it's it's all over the news. For what now? What do they do? Well, they keep tracking them down. Are they? None of them are from South Africa. I hope. Please uh, no, God. no, Just no, this one no. time. Doctor Choran is still out, so no. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, politics is rough, man. You know what? Money is rough, guys. Like you know, like Black Friday happened last week, right? Mm. So Black what, Friday. What's up with that? What, I don't know, what's up with I don't South know Africans why we came up with this Black Africans. Friday and we brought no, it's it. Not to, an Af- it's not a. It's not a South African concept. It's not even an African thing. It's not an African concept. Black people like things, guys. You know. Because you know, Duncan was saying like Black Friday when it originally 15% started. Fifteen percent off. When yeah? it, when it originally started, it was you know you half price on the slaves, right? On Fridays. So now we bring it here. It's like uh, now we're going to enslave these Africans again. No, with, we were with, we with were debt. slaves when we left our own country. Now we we're, we're, we're showing that we're still in a slavery mentality. Exactly, my guy. We're showing, like fifty for for fifteen percent. You go and form a queue. Fifteen percent. Yeah, no. Off. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Not even. You know. You know. What if, is it if that you, you look at the without? history of 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 the. Black Friday and what it represented. I mean, I spoke to a lot of my American friends. Yeah, I got American friends. So do I. Dude. And 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 like the the, the big thing. Some huh? of my best friends are. American. Some of my best friends are American. <laughs> like you know. Yeah. So the big thing is like they're like twenty percent, thirty percent. 
what's going on here? Black Friday was meant to be like 80% off, 90%, you know. At least 50, guys. At least give us like, okay, uh, 40 yana, 40 yana. Uh, and then we will go and adopt it. My, my thing is like the connotations of it. Like, mm. that does, like, actually, like, that is. That is an outrage. Yeah. Can't like bring that here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like you just can't. Like we can't be cool with that. Like we, I'm not cool. Yeah. I am not cool. Yeah. Well, and luckily we've got Christopher Gilmer coming through. Um, I hope who's an yeah. investment analyst to, to actually, you know, unpack this thing for us because, you know, but my thing is we keep maybe we're colorifying everything. Okay, let's just even forget about calling it Black Friday or whatever, right? Yeah. It's December time, right? Get December, boss. Sure. And I know I'm, if I've got like five rand, it's, Cutting a hole in my pocket because I want to do something with it and, and, and celebrate. We do that every single year and I do it too. I'm guilty, but I know better. I just don't always do better. Why, Duncan? Why? You know, uh, money is meant to be enjoyed, really. You know, you, you get money, you spend money. When it finishes, you go out there and you make more money. Why can't we just hold on to it? Man? No, no, money, money. Money makes me happy, Tumisho. Money makes you happy. Money doesn't make me happy. Look, I'm, I'm already things, happy. The things that money can I get I just you. like spending money, though. Yeah. I enjoy spending money. That doesn't mean money makes me happy. Okay? And, and that's the thing, right? Once you make a, a, a statement, like, in your life, in your own place, in your own heart, like, money makes me happy, then inevitably, what you're going to end up doing is spending recklessly, and you're never going to be happy. Because... Money is like a mirage, man. No, Timisha, you're missing my point. You get money, you spend money. It finishes, you go out there and you make more money. Why That's the circle make of money. money and then save money or invest money and get to a point where your money is making money for you. Your money is working when you're sleeping, when you're on holiday, all types of things. Um, as opposed to just spending money. Because if you just spend money all the time and you're just a consumer like people are doing now, you're always going to be a slave to money. And that's not a good place. You don't want to be a slave to anything. Yeah, well, I, I think next thing we will be selling you off. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. How Black Friday and, 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 and it's 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 um, it's 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 one of those things where we we kind of saying, are we slaves of money or are we slaves of 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 work and and work ethics? We're slaves of money because we're not spending our money properly, so we don't have enough of it, and then we have to keep going out there to work, not because we're fulfilled or we enjoy our jobs. Yeah. But just because you got to pay those bills. Yeah, yeah. And we got to pay our debts. Well, I think let's hear from the pros because we can go on about street hustle. We want corporate. their money. Ah, we want sugar, their money. Uh, <laughs> good, good. Is it afternoon? Oh, it's still good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Mr. Christopher Gilmore. We um, want their money, Christopher. We want their <laughs> <laughs> Is that ever going to work though? Yeah, you know? Christopher doesn't know what he's gotten himself yeah. into no, yet. I don't, hey. Yeah, no. How are you doing, by the way? Good, thanks. And yourself? I'm good. Thank you for joining us today. We're talking about, you know, Money. unbridled spending. Um, and, you know, you're a professional in this. You're the expert. We're, yeah. We're just yeah. talking. We're just shooting the breeze, right? Yeah. But yeah you yeah. know best. So he can formalize what we are spewing out. Last How's week, that, last week, um, a phenomenon that is not South African it's, it's it's American called Black Friday Happened in South Africa And a lot of people went out there and spent money That sometimes we believe they don't really have What, what are your views on that? Um, why did this happen in this country now suddenly? Okay, let's go back a little a step uh, South Africa is and always has been a nation of spenders We hmm. don't really save very much Other hmm. than what we call contractual saving Now by that I mean things like pension funds hmm. and, and this type of thing And in that score we're actually very high in the world league But when it comes to uh, discretionary spending We just spend an awful lot And have done for many, many decades Nothing's changed hmm. So 
get money, you get a, a, a new job, you get a bonus, whatever you got out there, and you blow it. And that's fine, and you're enjoying it. But you know what? There's a day of reckoning coming at some point in time. Next year, we're going to see higher interest rates. <laughs> oh, I'm so scared. Don't so, say that. So, yeah, no, we've already started. Uh, the the governor uh, of the, the Reserve Bank two weeks ago, yeah, um, Lesetia, you know, she, he actually said, you know, we, we, we've got to start being a bit more responsible. Right, you know? right. Although that's well, not I'm a bad thing, here. guys. But it's not always a bad thing. They just snuck in, in those, that, that 25 bonus point. I mean, uh, basis, point. basis points. But the bonus thing is, in terms base. of investments, if you're trying to, to make money from investments, it's not a bad thing that interest rates are going up because you don't want them too low, right? Because then your interest score is going to be low on, on your investment. Well, again, it depends what you mean by investments. If you're talking about fixed interest and for people who are living on fixed interest and they're, they're, they're looking for a, um, uh, an income from, from interest-bearing securities, that's fine and you're quite right. However, if you're a manufacturing concern, for example, and you need to borrow to expand, it's bad for you. So, you know, it's all kind of swings and roundabouts. Mm. And in the equity market, in the share market, uh, you'll find there's an inverse correlation between interest rates and, and the level of the share market. We're, we're at 30, 35, 40-year lows as far as interest rates are concerned in South Africa. In the UK, they're at 300-year lows. Mm. In the U.S., also at multi multi decade lows, mm-hmm. so that has promoted the cult of the equity. People buying shares. As we start seeing interest rates rising around the world and including in South Africa, it means it, the likelihood is people are going to start going for less risky investments, i.e., interest bearing uh, yes. investments, and away from equities. So, give us know, an example of one of equities. Give, yeah, give us an example of of like equities. Okay, equities, these are the shares that are listed on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. So companies like SAB Miller, not for much longer, unfortunately, because they got bought out by AB Inbound. Did that deal yeah. go through? It went through. How many, did that deal actually go through? The deal has gone through. It will only be consummated in the second half of next year. Okay. But it's a huge deal. One of the biggest deals in history, $106 billion. Yeah. Massive. I mean, South African breweries, probably the best company that South Africa has ever produced. I wish I had bought shares when I was like five years old, but I didn't have the money then. And you didn't know what shares were. Uh, so let's just keep that. My pocket money just wasn't yeah. stretching that far. No. But I wish I had because no. be, I, I don't know what I'd be yeah. doing. You I'd wouldn't be, be here. I, I would be here, but like you, I'd be – You wouldn't be here. I would, I would like have treated you guys to a couple of drinks. I would have treated you to some beers. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, um, we were still, you, you, you Christopher, you're still telling us about equities. So, yeah. so you were saying. Okay. So SAB, uh, we talk about things like British American Tobacco. Uh, I think I'm concentrating all the SIN stocks here. Uh, <laughs> Sun International, Sogo Sun, uh, Old Mutual, mm-hmm. Sunlum. You know, all of these companies are listed on the stock exchange and their shares trade. So ordinary individuals, large financial institutions, they buy and sell them. And, you know, we're now looking today at a market where, which is, is very, very high indeed. It's out of the actual figure we use on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, the All Share Index. It's around about 53, 54,000. That's a measure of expensiveness. Right. The other measure of expensiveness is to talk about the price earnings ratio, the price of a company or the price of an index relative to its underlying earnings. And today we're at one of the highest levels we've ever seen. So it's expensive. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not just sure about to, what to make well, of that. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah it, Chris it, just lost well, it. Again, it depends on your perspective. It, let's say you bought into the market across the board 10, 15 years ago. At these levels, it's a fantastic thing for you. It's brilliant. You've done, you've done incredibly well. Mm-hmm. But by the, 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 on the other side of the coin, if you're now Joe Public, you're thinking of going and buying at the market. It's expensive now. And yeah. you know, you're thinking, well, you know, it's, it's at rarefied yes. levels. Is it, is it, is it going to have a come, and come off? It probably isn't. And mainly because there's so much cheap money sloshing around the world and has yeah. been ever since the end of the global financial crisis. But here's the thing, right? You're talking about the end of the global financial crisis. 
all all economic systems or economies, as you say, they go in cycles. So you know whether we're down now or we're up. If you have an up, a down is going to come. If you have a down, an up is soon to follow as well. well maybe not soon, but it will at some point. The, the the idea of buying shares is basically buy low and sell high. Yes. So right now is not a good time to be buying. Quite right. Quite it's right. a good time to be selling. Well, you know. If you're going to sell. You no, know, if we were living in what I would call normal uh, circumstances, you're mm-hmm. quite right. But unfortunately, the picture is skewed. It's distorted very badly by all of that cheap money to which I referred. Uh, okay. Right, right. You know. So if you say to yourself, uh, you know, it's, it's maybe time to sell. Against that argument is the fact that there's so much cheap money sloshing around the world and in South Africa. You know, for example, a number of people have talked recently about how, mu- how much money corporates are sitting on in South Africa, somewhere ab- between 500 billion and a trillion rands. Wow. Or, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a huge figure. Yeah. And how much and are they sending out of the money, um, of the country as well? That's, again, because a that's very, very good a question, figure. a very good question. A lot of companies are investing heavily in the rest of Africa. You yeah. know, and the Reserve Bank has made it much easier for them to do that, and that's great. And and the returns they get in, in years to come will, will be fantastic. Okay. And it's dollar-based economies. There. Absolutely. As long as, though, they don't just send it off to a Swiss bank account somewhere because they've registered a company in Switzerland. Like, Sassol has done that. We know that for a fact. Well, even MTN sends some of it. And, and a lot of the mining concerns um, send their money out of the country as well. Yeah. Look, as you say, as long as it's for productive purposes, yes. um, then I think it's, it's, it's to be welcomed. And the Reserve Bank has realized that over a number of years and has encouraged companies to do that. So, so pretty much there's no limit to what you can do in terms of <laughs> investing in the rest of Africa. And, uh, you know, there are some tremendous opportunities there. It's a difficult place in which to do business. You know, it's, it's yeah. not M- easy. Ask MTN no. about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> $3.4 billion yeah, fine. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But they've yeah. been doing very well. Yeah, so I think have. they've got that yeah. somewhere, you yeah. know, hidden, locked up in a safe. Without <laughs> the CEO, though. I think they'll do it without the CEO. Well, he's back. Putuman uh, Tlaiko is back at... Uh, um, so they fire him and they MTN. bring him back. No, no, they fired the other CEO because he was the one before and then they got a new CEO and then he got fired and then Putuma Yeah, that was Safisa de Bengua. So you've got Putuma who was the chairman and now he's become executive chairman, so he's come back into the fray. Yeah. And I mean, look, he was primarily responsible for creating this Im- incredible empire all yeah. over the rest of Africa. Yeah. So a phenomenal track record. And that's why I think they brought him back to try and look, he's been partially successful. You know, we got down from 5.2 billion to 3.4 billion. It's, 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 it's cool something. Comfort. One point eight. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they need to yeah. pay it before the end of the year. That's right. Yeah. 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 Look, they've got the money. They've got the balance sheet. I mean, this is a you know a beautifully constructed they, company. They could just like use Putuma's shares. I mean, you know, <laughs> apparently he's, he's the third he's richest not. black man in South Africa. Uh, I think he's worth five billion rands or something or more. <laughs> you know, so he should just sell his shares and pay off that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but but has that actually the stock of MTN went down a bit? But yeah. it's bounced back again. Hasn't it it? Has. It's come back. You see, I think a lot not of people the same levels. I think a lot of people were assuming. That they were going to get a really good deal. That in fact, this five point two billion dollar fine was outrageous, and there was no way they were going to pay anything like okay. that. Mm. And that as a result, uh, the share price was too low, and you should buy it. Unfortunately, what we've got now is clarification on the matter. And at three point four billion, it's it's a big knock to them. Make, it's I mean, dollars. That's huge. Yeah, that's, that's huge. sorry, rands. It's I said uh, rands. It's dollars. Three point four billion dollars. I mean, that's huge. Multiply by fourteen, uh, and you're I don't getting know a huge figure. Right, right yeah. now, I've got to write it down. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. fifty fifty billion rands. I mean, it's don't, a don't write figure. it for the president. Okay, that's that's a bit less than uh, I think what uh, multi choice made in, in turnover last year. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's another undercover 
animal there. Naspers. Naspers. Yeah, Naspers is, is amazing. You know, if you think about it, you know, we as South Africans, we see all of their advertising. You see things like DSTV. You see things like the printing operations. And you think, wow, this is a big business. It is nothing in comparison to Tencent just, in China. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Exactly. Right? Well, in fact, if you do a valuation, you'll find that Tencent is so big that you're actually getting all of these other things for nothing. Literally. Mm. Mm. And, and, and this is big stuff, you know, wow. in, in, in our world, you know. But then it makes me wonder, why does then, like, a company like Naspers, which already owns so much, especially in the media field, go in and, and, and bring up a company like Showmax, which a lot of consumers don't know that you're basically what you're doing is, Competing if you're saying, I can't afford DSTV for whatever reason, or I don't want DSTV, I'm going to get Showmax. You're mm. still buying DSTV without knowing it. You yes. know what I mean? Yes, yeah. But they're closing off the market to the new players Monopoly. who come into that video-on-demand yeah. uh, market and become players in Africa and South Africa mm. because they already have first rights on a lot of the major shows and films yeah. that were shown on DSTV. Yeah. Yes. You've put your finger in it. Content is key. <laughs> now, if you haven't got content, you might as well not bother. I mean, you look at all those other companies that have, have been here, they've tried it, and they've affected. They may still be there, but they're not really no. anywhere when it yeah. comes to DSTV. There is, I think, one vulnerability in the, in the very long term for DSTV, and that is Internet. Okay. Yeah. So, for example, if you live in America or or Britain or in in, in Japan, the UK let's say. Yeah. or Japan, yeah, uh, or in, you know well, in Korea, South Korea, yeah. and you've got access to cheap broadband and mm. fast broadband, and mm. I, by fast broadband, I'm talking about things speeds of one gigabyte per second, okay, that's big gigabyte crazy. per second. I can't even imagine that. No. Well, some of the new no. fiber that's going in by Vuma is, is, is of that speed. Oh yeah, yeah, South South Africa? Africa, yeah. I'm signing up. I need it because my, my internet is too slow. Go to go and see Vuma. If you're living in the right neighborhood for two and a half grand a month, you'll get one gigabit per second. I don't mind. Yeah, win Parkers then. It's, it's, it's good. Parkers, it's phenomenal. They've it's, done their own good. way and they got uh, fiber to the home a few, uh, about yeah. a year yeah, or so. Parkers ago. Yeah, Parkers did that yeah. for themselves. Though. Yeah, so we, yeah. we, we 20, 20 down and five up. So, I mean, that is, you can stream no problem at all. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's a yeah. great experience. Yeah. So with that, what you can do, you can look at Netflix. You can, you can change your URL. You can fool BBC um, mm-hmm. iPlayer, Real Player, to thinking that you're in the UK. And you can watch all the BBC, not the stuff that you get here. Right. You can get yeah. all the stuff, yeah. all the time, real time. And uh, it's phenomenal. But that's still subscription-based, right? No, it's no, free. No, 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 it's free. Oh, my that's goodness. Free. That's why I say in the very long term, <clears throat> yeah. it could be a threat. Not right yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. Right I suppose they, they've got to actually make... Make hay, the proverbial hay, while the sun shines. Yeah. Because sooner or later, I mean, what the cost of uh, premium DSTV subscription right now is just over seven hundred, uh, close eight, to eight. Eight, yeah. eight, eight hundred. Eight hundred rand. Seven eighty, seven sixty. Wow! And you could get most of those shows for free. Let's say in five years' time, they better have something else. However. Do you think that maybe investing in local content more might actually save them in that way? Because then they can compete with the rest of the world. In that okay. Way. Now, that's a double-edged sword. Yeah, yes, it can. You're quite right because there's a, there's a huge they, demand got, for it. They've got the reserves for it in terms yes. of capital. No, no doubt about it. But you just go and ask the guys at SABC, for example, the cost of, of, of putting on local productions. It is I, enormous. I have mm. no doubt. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm in production. So, <laughs> well, so, so, you, so I'm, yeah, I'm preaching no. to the converted. Yeah. So you, if your choice is… Local content, no matter how good it is, no matter what the attraction is going to be, if it's going to cost you 10 or 15 or 20 times what I can get by, by, uh, compared Licensing. to some cheap American mm. uh, stuff, no, 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 uh, n- I, don't, I don't mean disparaging to the Americans. Yeah. But, you know, that's your choice. And there's so much of that, that cheap American content out there, you can get it off the shelf literally. But here's the thing, though, Christopher, and this is what, what we're not talking about, um, and I love that debate. But the American content is only sold cheaply because it's syndicated around the world. Yes. For them to make it 
uh, it's hundreds of millions of dollars oh, yes. per show. Yeah, you but know they what recover I mean? it. Um, yes. But the way they recover it is they've set up a distribution network around yeah. the world that makes it cheaper per unit yes. per, per yeah. country. So, I mean, look at James Bond. James Bond is a record high in history, in film history. Yeah? What, what did they box make? Box office. What did they make, First box week. office? I'll, I'll tell you'll, you. You'll tell right me now? now. Yeah, but basically, right now. they made a lot of money from yeah. it, right? But they it cost made, a lot of money to make it. Yeah. My point is, it, it's to, to get that sort of buy-in from the whole world, you need to spend money and then spend it consistently for a while yeah. until you get to a point where the whole world is ready to buy whatever it is that you're producing, even at what they might feel is relatively low compared to what it would cost them to produce their own. Yes. But because you're, you're dealing with so many markets, you're dealing with volumes, basically, you can afford to sell at a cheaper price. South Africa, when we make local content, we're selling to lower volume. So basically, yes. it's like yes. making a bespoke suit instead of a suit that's totally. off the rack. Yes. Um, but until we can get to a point where we're making the kind of quality that the world demands and wants more of, then we'll always have that push and pull, I guess, of do we, what's the chicken and the egg? Do we start by putting the money and investment in first or do we continue as is and hope that one day the dominance, especially of the American market, doesn't get to a point where they can just say tomorrow, actually what you bought the show for last year, we're going to, we're going to take it up by five times. Take yeah. it or leave it. Cause no, you're you're, you're 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 spot on. We do have a little bit of a springboard in the sense that there have been some local successes in the film industry, particularly oh. things like what was it called, District Nine, about the big prawns and yes, stuff like yes, that, yes, yes, yes. Um, and, and a few other things over a number of decades, in fact. So mm. it's not like we're operating completely in a vacuum. Mm. Um, mm. There is um, a kind of uh, the, uh, knowledge that, that South Africa does produce some good stuff, mm. but you know to be able. To get that into the international market on a sustained basis is going to take a long, long time. It is going to take a long time and it's going to have to be like sustainable for many years because obviously you want to pre create the market. You want to create the demand within yeah. the market and make that grow as years go on. But what do you think is the most difficult thing about, let's say, uh, uh, the formal, I'd say the banks, formal funders going out and funding things like film and television, uh, in South Africa? Because it's not something that, uh, the big banks or the big, Ordinary funders, if you can call it that, the, the ones that we're used to actually are playing in. Yeah, it is difficult. And look, banks and other financial institutions, they're all, they're all looking for a return on their investment. Of course. So if they're going to, if they're comfortable that the return's going to be that big, then they'll go for it. I mean, if they see the opportunity. Allied to that, and if you go back into the 70s and 80s in South Africa, there, there was a big move to do this. Maybe it was the old apartheid government that were trying to push the, the, their, their ideas into the rest of the world. But they gave big tax breaks to a yes, number of people. Mm. So you got a lot of funding of movies by that way. Mm. So it's not just necessarily the return on investment, because many of these movies that made were not really viable. But, mm. if, when, but when you got the tax break, mm. it looked an awful lot better. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. And so I think there, is, there is still the tax break to say whatever yeah. you spend on film. Break. I think you get it the profit 10 year, for ten years 10 is tax year. free. Yeah. Plus, you get a thirty percent rebate on what you spent upfront. Yeah. But you know, uh, you're talking about films in the eighties. An interesting thing is a lot of those films were also um, money laundering operations. Actually, where yes. it didn't matter whether we finished shooting the film or not. Let's just pretend we made a movie, and because actually we mm. got this money from mm. illegal diamonds. I mean, you know, something is concerning me, Chris. Like we're heading now into silly season. Well, we are in silly season, yeah. and 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 obviously a lot of consumers spend a lot of money. I.e., black people buying. Christmas clothes and all those things. Christmas food. Christmas food and, and all that. I've got to impress the neighbors by buying my wife a Christmas car. I, yeah, anyway. You On know, credit. <laughs> like, I'll see how I pay it next year. It's okay, how, don't worry. Like, how much do South Africans basically as a whole spend during the festive season? I mean, because year in, year out, it just seems to get worse. Yeah. 
Well, that's what I, I was saying, coming back to my original point. South Africans are, are a nation of spenders rather than savers. Okay? So what we had last Friday, the mm. so-called Black Friday, and, 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 and do you, you know where the term Black Friday comes yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Let's not talk about it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, when, it's when retailers come into the black. In other words, they make, they make profits. It's, it's, it's a good thing. So it means that you've actually got to work 10 and a half months of the year or thereabouts to actually make, uh, make money. The rest of the year, you're actually making losses. But you go into the black, as it's called. And so it's for about two or three years ago, Britain adopted it. Because Americans have been doing it for decades, and now we've done it. I think really for apparently the first, Americans have been doing time. it for centuries. Yeah, because Black Friday was the Thanksgiving the, slave, they are, exactly the Thanksgiving um, weekend. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you know, so it's not a color thing. It's just no, no. It it's it's look at it, if you're in the red, it means you're you're in in losses. If you're in the black, it means you're in profits. Okay, you know? so. so it's basically saying. Um, You've got an opportunity. It's a marketing opportunity right. for the retailers to make an awful lot of money. But that's the question. I'm skeptical as to whether they've made an awful lot of money last Friday. And, and, except and except for checkers. I mean, checkers is probably the only one that can claim. But checkers makes money every month. Well, they don't need. But they didn't. I mean, did you December. see the queues? People were. Did you guys see those videos? I saw a, a checkers out in Bryanston there, and I saw guys going with buckies. And they were getting two liter bottles of Coke in the PET, you know? Yeah. And they were selling those, for, I think, for around about half price, you know? So those will be taken elsewhere and they'll be sold on at a much, much higher price. Mm. So obviously you're, you're, you're getting the things recycled. Right. Um, but, you know, the question you have to ask is, is checkers making any kind of reasonable profit on that? I'm not so sure they are. Want their they're, 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 they're getting the, the market share. And at this point in time, there's a big price war taking place between pick and pay and ShopRite. Yeah. yeah. So uh, in terms of getting market share, uh, it, I think it's, it's, it's good for them, but it's, it's, it's always got to be profitable market share. There's not really much point in buying something and selling something for 10 rands when it's actually costing you 15 rands because you're actually going to be making a loss. But, but here's the thing, right? How do, how do they do it in America where you go to America and when they have a sale, they're serious about it. Like things yeah. go down by like 50%, 80%, I mean, 80%, yeah. those sort of things. And they're still making some money. I'm sure, you know, the markup is, I'm sure it's not when you start it out, you know, when you go to a sale that basically what you're buying is, what it should have cost you in the first place yes. before the crazy yes. markup. How does America do it that every year, I mean, every time I go to America, they have sales for Nike sneakers that were made last year, right? And now they're selling them at half price. Whereas in South Africa, the same shoe for five years costs the same amount. If it's not going up. up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Air Maxes go up. I mean, have you ever? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Now, look, you put your finger a few moments ago. They have the, the, the economies of scale. They've got the size in the U.S. Ah. You're talking about a, a population of 350 million people. Of spenders, by the way. And they're, they're wealthy. If you yeah. look at uh, income per capita, it's one of the highest in the world. Mm-hmm. So they've got the money. They can do it. Whereas here in South Africa, we're maybe 50, 60 million people. And, you know, we're a kind of middle income type of, mm-hmm. of country. So we don't have the money. We don't have the population. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you don't really have the ability to actually okay. uh, do the, that kind of competitive pricing. But you're okay. absolutely right. When you go to the UK, when you go to Europe, when you go to America, you see real sales. Now, mm-hmm. I've been in South Africa for 33 years. One of the first things that, that hit me when I came here in the 80s was, there's no real sales here. No, you no, know, I mean, no, there, there's no, no. They call them sales, no coupons, they're not, they're not there's sales no coupons, no. there's nothing. Yeah. There's a, there's a bit of it from time to time. I think Woolies on the food side has been quite innovative in recent times. You know, buy three, pay, pay for pay yes. two. This I, that's thing. great. Yeah. You know, it's, it's made it made yeah. it affordable yeah. if you're buying in bulk. But sometimes you're like, I don't need the third one, so I'm probably gonna Give end up wasting. You know, it gets to the past the sell by date, and then I'm probably gonna have to throw it away. So yeah. that was kind of a waste. But but it's a good initiative because there are larger families. So for your large family, then it works out. And yes. I don't know. You know, I, I've always said to myself, just as a consumer, 
every time I've gone to your ShopRite checkers, and that's just my experience. I'm not disparaging ShopRite checkers. Every time I give them a chance, I'll buy a bunch of stuff. At least two or three items, something has already expired. And now the schlep of going back to the shop makes me think I'm not going back there again. Although it was cheaper than going to Woolworths, I at least know that everything in my trolley is most likely to be still fresh. Yes, yes. Look, Woolies, I think, is in a different league to any other food retail in the country by a huge margin. There are a couple of spars out there that, 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 that get very close. Spars, spars, yeah. But it's, it's more the fastest expensive, growing retail. Yeah. yeah, but it's more expensive, I That's think, than That's an assumption. Yeah? Uh, I've, I've, I've done the price check, my man. The same thing at Woolies is cheaper. I've done it. Like, you know those tech yeah. biscuits? Those, Look, those I mean, crackers. you know, Spa is actually probably one of the most profitable retailers at the moment, quietly so. Mm. So, so especially in and, regions and their footprint outside of Johannesburg, like uh, in Eastern Cape and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. their footprint has also grown. You know, mm. yeah. so, so, so I mean, what are we to expect? You know, in terms of food costs and and food and this prices. Is our last question, and, and this is our last question yeah. because we always get kicked out. Mm. Okay. So, uh, what can we expect? Twenty sixteen is here. Where's the silver lining? Where's, Where's the good news? I don't well, want to hear good news. I well, want to hear the truth. There's some temporary good news, and that is that meat prices will come down over the next few months. Because okay. of the drought. Because of the drought, yeah. They've okay. got to get rid so of the stock. So the farmers liquidate the herds, okay. and as a result, the meat prices come down. It's a temporary phenomenon that happens with every single drought, and always has done, always yeah. will do. But beyond that, then meat prices will rise very rapidly. So if you want to have um, cheap p- meat, buy stock up, put Bye. it in the freezer, and, yeah. and you'll be okay. But beyond that, I think you're going to see grain prices, uh, because, again, because of the drought. Whether it's yeah. wheat, whether it's corn, doesn't actually matter. It's going to be very, very expensive. This is one of the worst droughts I've ever seen. Hmm. And it's not confined to South Africa. You go up to Zambia, for example, and you see the it's impact bad. of that. It's yeah. shocking. Yeah. Victoria Falls, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a trickle now. It's, it's, it's an absolute trickle. Victoria it's shower. Yeah, it's yeah. dripping. You know? So um, for, as far as food prices are concerned, I think it's going to be very, very tough next year. And, and, and business-wise, entrepreneurs, I mean, what's your prediction on 2016? I think we're going to see the rand, even though it's weak now, go a bit weaker. Huh. Not, not dramatically so. Is it you, like 20 rand to the dollar now? I mean, no, no, are we, no, no, are no, we heading that? It's not dramatic. We're, 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 like we're not going to see that. Rand, but I mean, I think we're no. roughly, let's say we're roughly at 14. We can maybe go to 14 and a half, maybe 15 tops. A lot depends on what happens with sort of so-called emerging markets. Other countries that, that are similar the to BRICS countries, I suppose. So right? Brazil, for example, which is deeply in recession at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Russia. Uh, India's doing very well. India's mm. doing exceptionally well. China's still doing well, but it's growing at maybe six, six and a half percent. Now, all of their currencies, with the exception of China, which is a, a different case, they've all been pretty weak uh, in the past year or two. Right. And we're following that trend. So we're not doing anything out of the ordinary. In fact, compared to the Turkish lira, for example, or the Brazilian real, we've actually done much, much better. So we're in that kind of middle group, provided we resist the temptation to shoot ourselves in the foot, you know, scoring own goals by doing dumb political things that are, are not well received. And hopefully we can avoid things like xenophobic violence, things right. that are transmitted all over the world in Sky News. I'm just using Sky as okay. an example. Well, we, we have to go because we really run out of time. We'll see you next week. The good news is Heineken May has quit. Thank Yay! you. Yay! We're out of here. Join us again next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> Black life is not a color, it's a lifestyle on cliffcentral.com.